Zelensky, Biden, NATO, and Eastern Europe at war. You are listening to continuing coverage of war in Ukraine on the John DePietro Show. AM 1380, 99.9 FM, WNRI. Listen live online at DePietro.com. Let's go live now to the border of Ukraine and John DePietro. At some point, definitely do some of it and you would see it. And again, the weather is, um, is just ideal. So we're standing by for JR to give us the uh, the go-ahead, and then we uh, shall begin on this uh, Wednesday. Hola. Well, folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Here we are. Here I am. And uh, hello to everybody tuning in, part of our live stream on Facebook Live. This is a completely different vantage point you're seeing. We are uh, high atop in Shemel. Shemel, Poland, 10 miles from the border of Ukraine. And I just thought, folks, for my own mental health, I uh, need a little break from it is it is nonstop and stressful and draining. It's so exhausting being around all the people arriving from Ukraine. Plus, there's more of a military presence. And I'll explain why in just a moment. But as we kick off on the radio part on this uh, Wednesday, this portion of the program, is brought to you by, I want to give a special shout out, John the Roofer, my friend Paul, call him, 866-906-ROOF. I definitely should have brought him, as every time I turn around, I just saw some more military. Uh, John the Roofer, eight, um, excuse me, 866-906-ROOF. Uh, why not call and get a free quote today? So again, hello to everybody on Facebook Live. It's late afternoon here in uh, Shemmel, Poland, where we are based. It turns out, folks, this has been a great vantage point. We started off Uh, About 40 to 50 miles in, Rezol, near the airport. But um, last week and then this week and then at least next week, (laughs) we are. I think I'm coming back at some point. I don't know. My first parameter initially was uh, I would come back when the war ended and or after we meet President Zelensky. And I don't think either one's going to happen too soon. I still come back to when I first decided I was going to come over here. A friend of mine who will remain nameless said, well, shouldn't you be leaving today? Won't it be over by this weekend? Uh, that was in February. <laughs> no, this is not ending anytime soon. couple things. Um, first of all, I did post a link. Uh, there's an interesting story in the New York Times that actually shows exactly the Schemmel train station we've been at. There's a very, this uh, town has a, actually a really interesting history going back. Some people may know it during the Second World War, where it was a secret agreement, tragically, where the, uh, the Soviet Union, Russia, and the, and the Nazis divided it. And the people were actually divided. There was a lot of violence here. And, um, and there was a lot of violence between the Poles and the, and the Ukraines. But now, um, I will show you a little bit. It is, it, it is uh, so European looking. I think you'll like it. Never mind on a splendid day like today. The sun is out, 67 degrees. This is, again, the nicest day that we have had since we've been here. But what's also interesting, folks, so I've been telling you, those of you who've been listening, um, you know, it's harder, obviously, to break news on an international basis. But I did post last Monday, and I said, uh, if I didn't know any better, it looks like the 82nd Airborne that is here. And sure enough, in the New York Times article, they talk about that the 82nd Airborne is, in fact, here. And that is the elite paratroopers. So now I want to be very clear. So I've gotten email from some people, and I recognize that people... You know, they follow different parts of the story. I, I recognize that not everybody um, follows the story as closely as some other people may follow the story. So I, I, I understand. It's one thing people ask questions. But I have got an email from people saying, you know, oh, so you're saying these Americans have boots on the ground. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying Americans have boots on the ground. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying the 82nd Airborne is here. We have a high presence American military in Poland. They are a... A NATO member. I can tell you that the the people of Poland, by the way, who are just terrific. I I completely. If you are from Poland or have family or relatives, you feel very proud. Uh, Great culture. The people are very, very friendly, terrific. And during a very stressful time, they've had how many? Two million people have entered Poland from Ukraine since this whole thing started. And the people of Poland have just uh, been fantastic, the people of Ukraine. No, uh, it doesn't mean that. In fact, that uh, that means American boots on the ground. 
it means, you know, an elite paratroopers like the 82nd Airborne, which is Army, you know, they're, they're doing a lot of training and, and they have a high presence here. And in the United States, despite what some people say, we do have the finest military in the world. We have the finest intelligence in the world. We certainly have some of the finest um, military equipment in the world and personnel as well. So it only makes sense that Poland is our ally and a member of NATO that the United States would have a presence here. So I was right. It is the 82nd Airborne. I saw just a few of them just a short time ago, but not that many, just one or two. And um, and I, I thought, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to film them. They look like they're just going to like get something to eat or something like that. But, folks, the, the reason why, for those of you that have been following the broadcast and I just have to be cautious of uh, this afternoon sun on. Um, I want to make sure that our um, well, I'll move that in just a moment. That um, well, actually, I'm going to uh, move it right now. That it, it does not uh, overheat with uh, that we use for good. You can just go just like this. Mr. Shade is much more friendlier, um, and everyone can uh, still see. And Jacqueline, if you could just pan around a little bit for uh, for everyone, and we'll go just like that. Um, but folks, again, um, it, it was not. You know, I, w- I was actually not relieved, but I was glad to see it that it was not my imagination that the rhetoric things are heating up between Russia and Poland because Poland has been so generous and has been helping the people of Ukraine and especially with military equipment and taking them in and doing the the right thing, doing the humanit- humanitarian thing, and so. Putin, who is in the wrong, it is absolutely still mind-blowing outrageous that he is winning this propaganda war. I think it is going to change, though. His wealth is being revealed to the world. Remember, and especially to the people of Russia. So he has $200 billion that he stole, Putin. He's a killer. He's a madman. He's a murderer. He's committing genocide. People that are on certain social platforms like Gab and others, uh, people that are uh, rooting, rooting for Putin and all this other stuff, it is, it is disgraceful. It is absolutely, you should be ashamed of yourself. And some of you are out there and you're listening and you need your head examined. You are falling prey to Russian propaganda. Uh, not that I expect any of these people to ever admit they were wrong. Hey, this isn't the first time. Jane Fonda was guilty of it during the Vietnam War. Remember the whole thing? I'm not fond of Hanoi Jane and for good reason. There have been other times that there have been people involved with the enemy, with propaganda. Some of the people are falling uh, prey to that Putin, it's a war on on the left and it's a war on wokeness and he just cares about Christianity and he cares about old-fashioned family values. It's all a lie if you believe that. You know what else I want to address, folks, since Juan is on a ramble a little bit on this Wednesday and where we're doing a pivot day because I believe we might be on the move tomorrow. That's all I'm going to say. I don't want to raise anybody's hopes. We may be on the move tomorrow. They'll have to tune in and uh, find out and I'll be in touch with JR and everyone at the radio station uh, regarding that plan. But it's possible. Either tomorrow or Friday we may be on the move. But um, I'm noticing a pattern of people that they, they acquire poor information. Uh, I'm amazed. This is the crowd. They, quote, do their own research. They obtain uh, information on obscure, uh, unreliable websites and articles and it's you know it's also the alex jones crowd uh but that you know they they find these articles that they're not written by any normal publication there's usually no name even written on it and they believe it no matter how outrageous it is and then it proves to be false because it is false right it's propaganda and then what do they say See, the media lied to me. No, the media didn't lie to you. No, the media did not lie to you. You chose to cherry pick and find ridiculous conspiracy-oriented material that is not true. And then you want to say the media. No, the media did not lie to you. 
Fox News is reliable. I don't agree with some of their personalities and some of the takes they have taken on this. But Fox News is a reliable news source. The Wall Street Journal is a reliable news source. Every major news organization, outside of some of the opinion pages and editorials, they have reliable reporters. Some people are just demented to think that anything that is in the New York Times or the Washington Post or anything on CNN or ABC is wrong. You're, you're wrong. You have no idea what you're talking about. And so they depend on these foolish websites that they find online or someone sends to them or they go into like a, a gab or rumble or bumble or whatever the hell it is where it's all this BS thrown against the wall and then when they realize and find out it's wrong they say see the media's wrong again no you were an idiot for believing it the media wasn't wrong the real media wasn't wrong so and folks this biolab thing god the damage that Tucker Carlson has done with these people. Listen, I don't know how many other times to say it. It's been disproven. They don't have nuclear weapons. Ukraine does not have nuclear weapons. That was false. That's Russian Putin propaganda. For people that say, yes, they do. It was proven. Oh, yeah? When were they put in? They were put into Obama. Okay, then why didn't Trump do something about it? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, you don't know. They don't. How come Putin has never said, I demand Ukraine withdraw the nuclear weapons? At the 1994 Budapest, Ukraine signed off an agreement that they would not pursue the nuclear option. The United States and other countries did this to reduce the number of nuclear weapons in the world. Now, because of the Soviet Union and the fall of the Soviet Union, labs are set up to handle if they came across or dealing with any type of chemical warfare or anything regarding that. But again, I have these people. And then people say to me, oh, you just don't like when people disagree. No, I don't mind if people disagree, but not if you're citing foolishness. It's insanity, these people. Yes, it's true. No, it's not. Yeah, Putin is trying to save the West from the Biden criminal empire. Anyone that believes that should not be driving on the road. Anyone that actually believes that should, should not be near any heavy machinery. Put it that way. You need to get your medication checked. The whole invasion is because Putin is trying to save the world from Hunter Biden's laptop. I don't even know what that means. Every time I see Hunter Biden, he's in his underwear. There's somebody, some of the crack pictures he took of he's in his underwear and he's smoking a cigarette or he's walking around naked or the anyway the people send to me. So so he's the mastermind that is Hunter Biden when he was on like a, a crack binge. He's the mastermind. I love how they portray Putin's just trying to save the world. Oh, boy. Wow. Man of the year. Looks like we all got him wrong. I guess all those bombing raids on all the civilian targets. He's just the most misunderstood person. What is wrong with some of you? You don't like when people disagree. I don't like when you disagree with nonsense, with foolishness. I mean, the whole nature of the format of what we do is, in fact, news and, and opinion and the fact that, can, that people can, I'm just going to say hello to everybody, and, and they can disagree, but not on foolishness. And that people that just take little tidbits of things and then they are content to run with it and they love the, um, oh, hold on, and they, they love the conspiracy stuff and, um, and it's, it, it, it's not productive and I, I think I might, I was just thinking, I was telling a friend of mine, I might have less of a problem if then, when proven wrong, if then certain people would say, you know, in, in, uh, in hindsight, you know, maybe um, in hindsight, maybe, maybe Juan was right. But it never, not that I care about that, not that I care about that. But folks, it, and again, I, I, um, I'm not trying to be redundant here at, at 1120. I, I cannot go along with this cultish feeling of all this double think of the fake information that people eat up and wow and that's really happening and and it's all because of that i and i and again you you have to not all the information if if you choose to go on some of these obscure websites and pull these ridiculous stories um and then when it's it's proven that it's false 
and then say, well, the media lied to me again. No, the media didn't lie to you. You were a nitwit for going on InfoWars and Gateway Pundit and some of these other stupid sites that, that just publish whatever. And what is so outrageous, and I'm going to tell the members of the 82nd Airborne when I see them, the fact that some of you, and I won't mention names, some people sending me articles claiming that our U.S. military is in Ukraine taking out Ukraine um, civilians and, and under the guise of that Biden ordered them to do it. I, I don't believe that. First of all, there are Russians that are fleeing. Do you know Russia, uh, Putin is hiring hit squads to kill his own troops if any of them start to um, you know, run away and if they start to desert some of their platoons. That's how much Putin thinks of of his troops. So, again, I, and you can always see, and I'm not going to get into comments today. I can't. There's too much sun, and I can't go through comments while I'm also doing the radio show. But these people that I, I don't understand, they, they think they're the only ones that have these tidbits of information. They're the only ones. Everything else is wrong. Everything else is fake. The whole world, you know, right now, according to them, and it's so pathetic that there's a green screen behind me. <laughs> And I'm actually in a warehouse in Oneyville. Someone said, you're not fooling me with all those actors speaking the foreign languages. How do you, should I even address something like that? What do you even say to something like that? It's crazy. But, but folks, this is, I want to be very clear. And again, it's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. I know I shouldn't dwell on the, the few. And I, I sometimes I try not to, but it's hard not to defend yourself when you're being attacked. And and these people that they they want to believe all all of these these and they're put, that's the worst part. It's Russian Chinese propaganda. Now the weapons. See here's look at this. This is an unbelievable poker game that Putin is playing with the world. Is he actually going to use nuclear weapons? Now something that is uh, frightening and that people have to be cautious of. Is the fact that when people think nuclear weapons, uh, I think a lot of times we think of, um, do you remember the, um, there was that ABC movie, The Day After Tomorrow. Jason Robarts was actually in that, um, who paid, played uh, Ben Bradley in All the President's Men. He's been in a lot of different things. But um, Steve, I forget that guy's name. Remember The Day After? I remember I actually watched it years, in the, whenever it ran in the mid-80s, I actually watched it with Mayor Laffey. And then afterwards, I mean, it was so depressing. Like, the world had actually come to nuclear weapons. Remember, there were all those movies, war games with uh, Matthew Broderick. And uh, but see, and that is like complete devastation, right? Nagasaki, Hiroshima. What they're saying now is what is frightening is they believe that they have smaller, more compact. So it's not like the complete, but they he would use it to just really frighten everybody and maybe even use it in some isolated area just to demonstrate you know the capability that they, they could do something like that now the good news is now we also have the capability to do that i would like to think the united states is not going to have to get into this i think folks several things about this and again i just want to repeat you know you you um you, we have to deal in accurate information i am here to give you that i see these people that complain because i won't allow them to come on some of my platforms and um, and repeat and and I I mean I guess I could I could if I I don't know I just feel it's odd that people want to repeat Russian and Chinese propaganda I think um and it's not a lot there's just a few nitwits um, that believe that and people that they cherry pick information same thing I'm doing my own research on this and uh, the whole thing but this the the tension is high and I will tell you that the expectation level with Biden. Which is not good. Now, listen, I, I mean, let's deal in reality as we like to. And, folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by the Coesed Inn. Stop and see them. 226 Coesed Avenue. Hello to Jim and everybody. A great meal's waiting for you at the Coesed Inn. Let's be, let's be candid. I, we have to be about President Biden. I mean, he's had... 
the the roof absolutely caved in on his presidency starting last August. And it was it was the withdrawal from Afghanistan. And it has just been a complete collapse. And he and Harris, they are being exposed. And this is difficult, folks. We're still he's technically still unless something happens or changes, he's still I mean like resigned from office. He's still supposed to be in office until you know, next year and then even into 24. And I think that's what's so frightening. And Harris is terrible. And she's fighting. Uh, the vice president and her staff are fighting with the Biden people. Um, and she feels sidelines. She feels she's given impossible assignments. She, she, she is totally not up to the job. When she was a senator, Vice President Harris, her office was a mess. When she ran for president, her campaign was a disaster. So people don't suddenly get a clue. So there's, there should be no surprise. Of course, of course she's, she's terrible. And she didn't do anything to solve the southern border. She wouldn't even go to the southern border. But what's frightening about President Biden is under best circumstances, after a weekend in Camp David or a weekend in Delaware, and then a few days of taking it easy, he still can't deliver a teleprompter address from the White House. Now, right, they're flying him over here, first to Brussels, and then he's going to be here. Today's Wednesday, Saturday in Poland. That, that's tiring. And he's, uh, to say he's no spring chicken is being, is actually being ridiculous. He's, he's not even a spring chicken. I, I don't know what the world is going to get. Let's just hope there isn't a lot of Q&A, although that's what the foreign preps would expect. But listen, the, you know, the people here, the West, our way of life, I understand people being upset. Gas prices, he has no clue what to do with gas prices. And by the way, either does Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee. You know, I, why, why doesn't someone step up and say, I think I know how we can lower gas prices? I would actually rally and vote for someone that could do that. I'm waiting for someone to come up with something like that. But no, Biden doesn't have a handle on inflation. And, and because of that and because the way certain leaders have gone from the from the West, it is a frightening time. It is absolutely a frightening time. And believe me, being over here where things are very stressed and people are very on guard and and they remember you know what it was like the area where i am right now i mean this was right in the thick of of world war ii and not far from here where for those that are students of history the polish ghettos and i mean it was just a, a just a terrible terrible time in the history of of uh, of this country and to be right next door to where there's very violent wars going on. And I want you to understand, look at the type of war that Putin is fighting, right? There's empty buildings. So he bombs the empty buildings just to demolish them. It's, it's, a, it's bringing the hammer down, they call it. It's, he's not even attracting troops. He's, a, he's attacking, I should say, attacking. There's a school. Boom. Bomb the school and knock it into submission. And there's a a bus station or there is a factory right he's just complete annihilation break their spirit just demolish the place you know remember um people used to say uh when we had the iranian hostages in um in iran there were people saying i would turn iran into a parking lot that was you know just kind of an expression so to speak at the time well i mean that's kind of what you're seeing that Putin is doing right now, that he is completely, it's, it's not even, it's not strategic. He's just deciding, and for those on uh, Facebook, I'm just showing you a little bit. Where uh, Jacqueline, if you don't mind painting, the, thank you, Jacqueline Claire. Folks, thumbs up for Jacqueline Claire again. Tremendous international camera work. Just so you can get a uh, sense of this, this is the real um, old Europe. And, um, and a lot of times, you know, if, if you see a postcard of Geneva, Switzerland, it does look like a little Swiss town or Germany, certainly a lot of uh, parallels with Germany. And it's, it's hard to believe that, you know, 10 miles from here is the war zone that is Ukraine right now um, and everything that they're going through. Can we pan you all the way back? You could also see there's some very grand churches up here, uh, this part of Shemmel, which is the, the high points of the city. There's even a castle. Um, it's, um, 
And it's and and I will say here, obviously, folks, it is just so different than what it's like being either at the border or at the um, at the train station where you see all the people coming in. That's a nice uh, those that are watching on uh, Facebook Live. I hope you're enjoying that is a beautiful international uh, shot that you can see. Look how far that goes. And uh, I'm not exactly sure the direction or. I believe that is another country right over there. That may be Czechoslovakia. I'll have to check it out because we are so close in the southern part of uh, Poland. And also just some of the architecture and the colors. Um, I'm, I'm an individual, a man was, an older man was giving me a little bit of a guided tour. I love the, uh, those that can see it. It really lights up with the sun. Um, look at how beautiful you have the different uh, colors and the, the very, very historic historic village feel of this part of of the town that is uh sits so close to the border and then as i said it, it certainly had its uh controversies in the second world war but folks i want to go back to and just be very clear this aggression can't stand this is a war on the west and i recognize um and i think more and more that i think a lot of the propaganda is going to be flushed out um, I don't think there'll be, like, no end to it. I don't think that's going to happen. But I just think that more and more that people see what's going on, that people are going to start to realize, I hope, that this Daniel Kremers, that, um, that, that, that Putin is no one to root for, as uh, certain Trump people have said. Uh, what, what are you talking about? Putin and Trump are friends. They're not friends. They're not friends. What are you talking about? That's Putin wants you to think that. Putin and yeah, they're they're poker buddies. Yeah, they're golfing. But I haven't seen him on the golf course. I haven't seen Putin in Mar-a-Lago lately. That's ludicrous. No, he's a madman. He's a war criminal. He is an absolute bona fide dangerous thug killer. That's also, by the way, being this Freddie being exposed to the world with his wealth. And I've been telling you about that for quite some time. The Putin Palace. How about they are talking about maybe seizing his yacht? Putin has a yacht in the sea in Italy. And I wish we could almost do like a higher or lower for those that are um, that are watching. But all right, I'll just burst out. Now think of, well, it's a $700 million yacht. Putin, because everything. He doesn't care. He steals. He steals. He's a thug. He's a goon. He's a war criminal. He's a murderer. He's a gangster. He had his hackers attack my Facebook page and disable it. (laughs) The personal page that I'm going to have to deal with when I get back. No, he's a louse. He is he is unfit. And but the longer that this goes on, you know, perhaps there could be an opportunity. He's not going to be easy to get at. He's not going to be easy to get to get at. That's not going to happen easily. I know people people feel, can't they just take him out? Well, it can't come from us. It has to come from the Russian people. That much is true. But And, and, and let me also be clear. You know, it, we'll, we're never going to know what, would, what he would have done if President Trump. He did not invade when President Trump was in office. That's number one. Number two, uh, President Trump did sell Ukraine those tanks that um, that then can withstand a, a missile strike. So we will never know if President Trump had actually been given a second term, four-year term in office for his presidency. We don't know what would have happened. That, that I mean, it's, we don't know. It's impossible. But I am telling you that it, there, there is a pattern, though, that he, he, he was definitely more emboldened it's very fair to say, I believe, that Putin felt um, certainly encouraged the, the five-day war in Georgia. That was when Obama was in office. And then you had the uh, when he, he took Crimea. That was when Obama was in office. He was just, you know, the Americans are soft. And even if I take land, they're not going to do anything. And And he was pushing it and likes to test it. And see where the red line is. and But this time, hopefully, he is surprised at how much the West is pushing back. How much that the West, the United States, our allies, we do have allies. 
in the UK and in Germany and in Sweden and in France and Italy. There are allies, right? Yes, Ireland, all allies of the United States. Uh, Canada, I know people are also, I'm very clear, I know what's going on. People are upset about the southern border. Well, yes, so am I, but there's not a war at the southern border. Well, it's kind of a war. Well, it's not a conventional war at the southern border. Listen, I, who talks about sanctuary cities more than I do? Nobody is the answer. One, I own the issue. Who goes to fear? I do. Who talks about the damage that Allah says? I do, said Juan. So, but this, this, I again appeal. Um, NATO this week with Biden, the stakes are high. The stakes are very high. And President Biden, I am not too hopeful, folks, because like many of you, um, he is sleepy. He's very sleepy, Joe. Can you imagine how sleepy he's going to be when he has to travel, uh, excuse me, to this part of the world? But at the same token, you know, you, you can't have it both ways. There were people sending me these foolishness theories. And again, folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's Wednesday on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. We are live. Hello, everybody. People sending me things that this is Putin is in a war against the two Bidens. That they are the masterminds. It's Hunter Biden and Joe Biden against Putin. I just don't believe that. He's not a Bond villain. He's a sleepy old man that had stayed in his basement and was able to get into office because of the, the pandemic and that the media was nonstop attacking President Trump. And by the way, I received a very nice email of someone who I'm not going to name today. But uh, from someone very much in the Trump circle who commended me, stumbled upon some of the coverage. John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. This is a, a big week, and especially, you know, I'm for any way, hear me out. I'm just for any way that we can get the people, the uh, Ukraine military, the, the, the force that they need. And, you know, not to get too high tech, because that's certainly not my area of expertise, but um, apparently, you know, all of these, these high, long-range bombing that the Russians are doing, um, they, they need the capability to take them out. You also have those Russian ships uh, in the sea. Now, those, to me, are certainly viable targets. And so, therefore, they should be given. Hello. Hola. They should be given um, the proper <laughs> the proper uh, hardware to take them out. I'm not saying it has to come from the United States in, uh, in doing something like that. I'm not saying that in any way, but somebody should use that and, and should get it to them. Whatever it may be, uh, a big part of the, um, the Putin uh, strategy has been to utilize the skies, right? They sized up the Ukrainian military. They saw where they're strong. They saw where they're weak. And they obviously felt their advantage is the skies and, ru- and ruling the skies. And I, I get the whole thing that they don't want to do a no-fly zone and they don't want to engage them directly. But at the same time, 
this this is an opportunity, as I've been telling many, this, this is the time to try to take him out. Uh, you have a leader in President Zelensky who is very brave. I don't care what anyone says. The guy has guts. He is a motivator. I don't care where he was before this, and I don't care where he's going to be after this. Right now, this is his moment in time. He has electrified the world. He has redefined what a leader is. And then you have the people criticizing him because he wears a green T-shirt. Well, you know, they're at war and there are people trying to kill him and Putin wants to kill him. How do you not regard someone like that? That And I, I fully get that we someone said to me, well, we have a secret service because there's always someone trying to kill the president of the United States. It's a little bit different. There isn't an armed, you know, force. Um, they keep sending in, I think, from Syria and these other hit squads to take out Zelensky. And also in Ukraine, folks, they're being very, very cautious of Russian spies trying to penetrate. Listen, there, there is a difference between our Secret Service, who does protect the, the president wherever they go. And there obviously were uh, threats, whether it was President Trump or whoever. There were definitely threats, right, on, on the president's life. And you have that. But you don't have... 2,000 hit squad that are try- right now trying to take out President Biden. Once in a while, we get some nut who drives to Washington, D.C., uh, usually in a van, and um, parks and gets somewhere near the White House. And then that's something that the Secret Service, right, that they have to deal with. But by and large, uh, we, we do have protective service, but we do not um, have hit squads that are trying to, you know, that are trying to take out the president of the United States. So, um, and again, folks, uh, good morning. I realize right now it's 43 minutes past 12. It is one. Here we are. Yes. And um, I also just, I, I don't understand. Free quote, get that driveway paved. It improves the uh, property values on your home. 401-732-1730. Look for them on Facebook. J, letter J, Perry Paving. 401-732-1730. And then, of course, surplus provisions. Pontiac Avenue and Cranston. Uh, stop in. Everything you need to stay safe. is. Uh, it's very, very scary times. I also want a special shout-out to John the Roofer. 866-906-ROOF. And then, of course, folks, it is Tuesday. And Ron's Pastry. Hi there, Joseph. Ron's Pastry Gourmet is open. So uh, pop in and see them. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. It's Ron's Pastry. It is Gourmet, where they have delicious calzones, zapelas, and a lot more. So it's actually a, uh, a nice... Finally, uh, I'm going to hold it up, but it's going to be backwards, but 62 degrees. I think you can see that. And then uh, let me just check. I'm seeing uh, EG is 46 degrees. And I believe now Cuba Live should be fine, JR. Going up to a high. Oh, it's going to be warmer here today. That's nice for a change. This day is supposed to be, I believe, an apartment in Moscow and 140000 a year. That's, I believe, what the Putin uh, compensation is. For being, you know, um, the uh, president of Russia. Uh, instead, he has $200 billion. He lives in a $1.4 billion Putin palace. And he's got a $700 million yacht. So where, where did that money come from? And I like how a lot of the European papers are really highlighting uh, just how extravagant it is, you know, on the yacht. That every everything, as you can imagine, is gold. Um, there, there are pictures of it. It's in the Italian Sea. I, I, um, in people that are trying to follow it, you know, he he needs to be taken out from within. It's not going to be easy. 
And remember, this is someone who is a, 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 just a war criminal killer. He'll kill someone in two seconds. No bones about it. He's a, a, a dangerous, very evil, dangerous individual. <clears throat> needs to be taken out, but he needs to be taken out from within. It can't be because the United States took him out. I don't even think it can be Ukraine took him out, even though they could since Russia invaded Ukraine. I also, folks, you know, certain people, I'm not sure what to think of this. I, I don't know. What, what part am I missing? One country invaded another country, right? One country, Russia invaded Ukraine. Russia's bombing Ukraine. What, what is so hard to understand about this? I swear there's just some people that think that somehow that Trump is going to be mad at them. If they knock Putin and so they won't knock Putin, it's it's bizarre. It's twisted. On the one hand, I hate to see people saying, you know, I'm not going to watch your Facebook live anymore. I'm not going to listen. But on the other hand, you know, it's like we're cutting loose some bizarre cult like individuals that just believe in total lunacy and falseness. So. I mean, on the one hand, I, I don't like anyone to say, hey, I'm, you know, I, I, I don't like that. But I, I mean, at what point? I'm not, I, I can't indulge. You're, you're, you're seeing, it can't be any clearer. Someone said to me, why, how come those people are arriving when you're at the border, John DePietro? And again, folks, you're listening to the John DePietro show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Um, some people are saying, how come this portion of the program, folks, is brought to you by Propane Plus. Make Propane Plus your propane provider, 401 401- 885-4209-401-885-4209. It's Tim Johnson. It's Propane Plus, especially if you're a restaurant or a business, you use a lot of propane, call Propane Plus today. 401-885-4209. Um, <clears throat> at, at, at the same token, I, it just, it seems so clear cut to me that I would think, so someone, someone, this woman sent me a, um, a message saying, well, if they're fleeing, how come they have luggage? How come they're not just using garbage bags? Well, it, I didn't say, you know, it's not, well, I, I'm not speaking for them, but it, it's not like their, their home is on fire. You know, a lot of the people, they're just deciding this, this isn't going to work. They can't stay there anymore and they need to relocate and they need to relocate their family. And a lot of them, that's why you see the, the small children. So, I mean, they, they seem to be, I don't know, because they're a civilized country, why don't they have garbage bags? Gee, I don't know. When you travel, do you travel with a garbage bag? The only person I ever saw do that was Snooki on um, Jersey Shore. When she arrived at Jersey Shore, she had all her clothes in, in, um, in garbage bags. And even it was Paul E.D. of Johnson. Remember, my sister Rosemary loved that. We said, you, you don't have a suitcase you don't know anyone you could buy, borrow a suitcase from so you know it's it's not as if they're fleeing in the middle of the night a lot of these people are just reaching the conclusion like this isn't going to work and the bombing's getting worse and this is dangerous and we're running out of food and so maybe it's time to pack a bag and leave but i i wouldn't say that that means therefore Oh, well, it's got to be fake. One woman said, I saw matching suitcases. Well, how else? When you when you buy luggage, you know, I remember when I um, graduated from Bishop Hendricken, my Aunt Mary, rest in peace, she bought me an American tourister, and you had the, uh, the big piece of luggage. And then inside were, you know, it was actually like four pieces of luggage because then there was the, the large suitcase, and then there was inside a smaller suitcase, and then there was inside that even a carry-on bag, and there was even a garment bag. So I guess when I graduated from Bishop Hendrick, and my Aunt Mary gave me matching luggage, which was a great gift. I think I still have it, as a matter of fact. But I wouldn't say that that means, well, these people, I mean, they seem to have luggage. Like, what, what, what is that? Well, I don't even know how to address something as bizarre as that. But people are sending it. What does that even mean? Because of that? Because they have you're using luggage I, that 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 um that that means that what that that it's not happening or that they're not in need um i don't know what as opposed to what you know a lot of these people they weren't sure what and then the bombing started to get closer to them so they just reached the decision that we need to get out of here 
And what I think is also very, very difficult, folks, for those, some of you that have seen the coverage when I've interviewed some, like yesterday, that young mother, you know, her husband, uh, he's fighting in the Ukraine military. And how difficult it must be that, okay, he's off fighting. They don't know where he is. They can't give their location. Uh, Yeah, that's exactly right, Patricia. It's easy to wheel a suitcase, garbage bags. Why do they have? I almost think it's envy. Like, gee, that looks like nice luggage. I don't have luggage like that. No, of course you would. Everything now has wheels. I don't know who invented the wheel suitcase, but it's it's fantastic. It is the way to travel or would they have matching luggage? These people are not refugees. They look like they're going on vacation. That's how people are making this determination. <laughs> Thank you, Patricia. I feel better, actually, venting some of this because I don't know what to make of this stuff, of these people that get so angry. And, <clears throat> you know, and you know what else, folks? And again, you're listening to the John DePietro Show, and I hope you're enjoying it on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Um, I also, I, I do not, like the, these people that somehow... Thank God I'm not related to anyone like this that actually is like, um, here comes a woman with a dog, that is uh, backing Putin. That's the part that I have the hardest part. I have to admit, I I am very surprised at that. So, nice dog. And um, it has thrown me. But you know what a big part of the the problem is, folks, is, is a lot of people, they, number one, they don't follow history. Number two, they don't fully follow the news. So if you have some of these ridiculous uh, conspiracy type of websites or because of social media, it's really because of some of these platforms, Gab, uh, Rumble, that um, that they, uh, you know, I I think it must be it would be tough. I think it'd be tough if I had a family member who was like, nope, I'm with uh, imagine someone putting out rooting for Putin. What an embarrassment. I mean, these are people. But again, it's I, I, I want people to remember that when Jim Jones was in Guyana and he had the Kool-Aid, right? He wasn't alone. <laughs> he wasn't alone. He had like there were 900 of them that went with him. 900 people all lined up. And one of the saddest things about that story that it's one of those stories you don't even like to dwell on. But I met a man who... Um, I met this man from Uganda, and his brother was in the military, and his brother actually had to uh, go that day. They were called to the base. One of the saddest things about that is the first thing that Jim Jones did was the first thing that people were instructed to do. And I don't want to horrify anyone. I'm not going to be graphic or anything. But the first thing they wanted to do was to make sure that the children were first so they were not going to survive. Now, can you, but folks, this happened. And granted, it was in the 70s. But um, all those people that went there to Jonestown, and they were going to have their own (coughs) cult and so forth. Um, Can you imagine being there in the middle of the jungle and that maniac instructs you, okay, we're all going to drink the Kool-Aid with the cyanide, but the first thing you have to do is we, we have to first eliminate your children. Like, I, it, 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 is, it, it is true. It is unimaginable, let alone where I'm standing right now is not far from where some of the concentration camps were and those little children in the Second World War coming off the trains and being separated. So, you know, there is precedent for this. There are people that ignore what happened in history. There are people that, that um, for whatever reason, they, I think, but the propaganda war, I, I think and hope in the next two weeks, I hope that starts to go through. Um, there are. Yes, Jan Brown. It's incredible. The rubbish. And they're so brazen about it. They're so bold they feel like they have the, the answers to the universe. Social media, Facebook, um, Twitter, they were not prepared for this avalanche of propaganda. It's all coming from Beijing, China, and Russia. One guy sent me a message saying, it's not coming from Russia because I don't even read Russian. <laughs> you idiot. They're not sending it in Russian. They're putting it in American. You can translate anything on Google. 
I'm not reading Chinese propaganda. What I'm reading is in English. <laughs> you have to laugh other than the fact that they actually believe it. My God. But there is a lot of it out there. And those of you that, uh, especially those, and again, folks, good morning. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. I did this. Uh, we're high atop Schemmel, this historic Polish village, 10 miles from the border. Juan needed a day to just recompose. Folks, it's very draining dealing with all of those poor people. It's so heartbreaking. And, and by the way, when I sign off, they come up afterwards and they're just... You know, they, and then they really tell their stories, and a lot of them, I get it. They're nervous; they don't want to tell it on camera. But it's just so horrific to listen to, and uh, what they had to leave behind. Their homes are burned out. Their buildings are burned out. <laughs> but some of the the people that fall for the propaganda, it's actually kind of well. I mean, now as I'm saying it, it's funny. It's annoying most of the time. But people on Facebook, they see them come on. They come on the page, and they're so brazen. And they, they, they never answer a question. They don't respond to anything. They just keep pushing it out. It's like one way. All they do, it's like they're on a mission. They're like they're told, maybe they are told. Like their mission is just keep pumping it out. You never answer a question. You don't even know what it means, right? Like I say to people, what does it mean, the biolabs? I don't know. But all I know is I'm supposed to just keep saying biolabs. Um, same, same thing with the people that recommend that Oliver Stone. Oliver Stone did this whacked film conspiracy, Ukraine on Fire. It's been totally disputed. It's been labeled Putin propaganda. They even believe that possibly it was paid for by the Kremlin. And then you see these people. I recommend everyone, everyone should watch Ukraine on Fire. How about just reading a history book for crying out loud? Uh, I also, by the way, I, I don't know. You know, I just thought this this should be taught in school. This this is another example why we need history um, taught in school. And I don't mean the history of Black Lives Matter. I'm not talking about that. The Polish people are fantastic. I am a big fan. They treat me very, very well. And But I will tell you, folks, with being next door, which they are to a war zone, takes a toll on the people of Poland. Of course it does. People are tense. People are stressed. How would it not? Of course, it absolutely does causes uh, tension on the uh, the people of Poland. So you're listening to the John DePietro show. We're doing a little bit of a different program where we're trying to um, arrange something that I may do in the next two days. And as a result of that, uh, I also just needed, I, I, admittedly, uh, just a break from um, it is it is just very draining being with all the uh, refugees at the um at the border and the train station and so forth. It, it, it is. And um, it's very, very difficult. I feel for them. I think it is terrific how people are flocking to where we are from all over the world. I met, oh, I meant to get her on camera. I met two sisters yesterday and they saw me on the feed. They're from Florida. And I met them yesterday. They're like, they said, ah. Oh, I should have filmed, but I was low on battery and I was also exhausted. But they said, we saw your film on Facebook. And as a result of that, we flew. That's how we're here to help out in there with some volunteer organization. So that is, um, I like that. And that is um, also, folks, obviously, the, uh, the that's, to me, that's the good power of of the social media, not some of the foolishness that we have to listen to with some of the other stuff. So right now, here's what we're going to do. It's 11.59. We are going to break for the 12 o'clock news. Now, next hour, I am going to talk to Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. And we are going to talk about the race for Congressional District 2. We're also going to talk about the race for governor. We have this new Republican candidate. We're going to talk PC basketball. We're also going to talk about the mayor of Providence. A lot more heads ahead with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. Folks, stay tuned. It's the John DePietro Show. We'll be back on the other side. WNRI, Socket. W260DC. WNRI.